This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Happy Tuesday. It is the Jason Walker Show. It is chilly. It is not warm at all. But we're going to heat things up today. Big show today. Uh, Coming up inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. If you are in the mood about buying a new home, you just don't know where to begin, give J.R. McFadden a call at Major Mortgage in Helena, and uh, he will get you all set up for sure. Uh, like I said, big show coming up today, Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Welcome, everybody, on the Facebook, if you are uh, watching, along with YouTube. Podbean is live as well, and uh, TreasureStateRadio.com. Appreciate them. Over there at Treasure State Radio, if you do not have the app, pick it up. You can do it at the Google Store or the Apple Store, whatever they're called. Um, but that is uh, where you uh, can watch and listen every day. And, of course, we always have the replays up and about every day as well. So, uh, like I said, big show. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, college and high school hoops today. Brandon Day from the Helena High Boys uh, team, the head coach, will join us. A little bit later on this hour. Also going to check in in about 15 minutes or so with the head coach of the Rocky Women, Wes Keller. He will join us uh, coming up and uh, get his thoughts as a big matchup tomorrow uh, between the Rocky and Carroll Women uh, for sure. They're both 3-1 and one in the frontier. That'll be a good game uh, down there. And Rocky's returning home. And I know it sounds weird, but they are getting to go home for the first time uh, since like October. So... Uh, like I said, uh, going to chat with those guys we got on this day in history. Not a lot happening on this date in sports history, but we have a couple. And uh, let's see what else we got coming up. Uh, there's a lot. There's there's just a lot. We're going to talk some high school wrestling as well. And uh, the walk off is still to come. Frontier is, is stuff. You can always tweet us at Jay Walker Sports at Jason Walker Show and uh, email Jason Walker Sports at gmail dot com. You can always uh, go to our new website at uh, jasonwalkershow.com. It is uh, up and running, and it looks pretty sweet. So uh, we want you to go there and uh, leave some comments if you want. You can donate, too. Great sponsors on board. We appreciate each and every one of you. All right, so we're going to begin today with some more coaching uh, resignations. And last night, Nicole uh, Fairclaw of uh, the Flathead Volleyball Program retired or resigned Uh, coached the Bravettes for three seasons, 
Uh, in a statement from Flathead Athletic Director Bryce Wilson, quote, Nicole's values reflected in the quality of our program. She was able to make the state tournament her second year, planning on working towards an, uh, adding an additional educational teaching endorsement, end quote. So, Flathead looking for a new volleyball coach. We know that there's two volleyball coaches in Missoula that are uh, res- resigned last week. That uh, So Missoula's looking for a couple of uh, coaches. Great Falls football, as far as CMR, and Great Falls Central. You had uh, Linda Paul retire at Helena High for uh, cross-country. You also had um, Coach Patterson over at the Capitol retiring from uh, the soccer. And today it was announced as well that uh, Coach Tipton, Bob Tipton, resigning as the head golf coach of Helena High. So lots and lots of changes going on across the state. And these are just big schools, not even counting the, the smaller ones. But uh, Coach Tipton... Uh, like I said, submitted his resignation. He uh, coached and taught in the Helena school system for a long time, was at both high schools. Tim McMahon, the uh, director of athletics, uh, activities director at Helena Public Schools, he said, quote, uh, Coach Tipton's been a coaching fixture in the Helena school system for many years. His impact as a teacher and coach is felt throughout our community. He understood the importance of activities as a, another opportunity to teach young people positive life skills. It was never about winning or losing with Coach Tipton. It was about the relationships he formed with the student-athletes. His willingness to be a mentor to students both in the classroom and through activities has set a positive example for other teachers and coaches, end quote. So Helena High looking for a golf coach, and they're hoping to have a, a coach in place by March, as is Flathead for volleyball, and uh, that will move forward as well with uh, the resignation of the volleyball coach up there yesterday. And, uh, man, oh, man, it's just coaches everywhere across the state right now are are leaving their positions. And is it becoming an epidemic? I mean, this is double A that we're talking about. We haven't even touched, like I said, on the smaller level schools, A's, B's, and C's, that are going to be looking for coaches uh, at the end of seasons as well. And it's hard to get people to stay. It's hard to, you know, with life, with the demands of coaching and and teaching nowadays. And I give all the respect in the world to teachers. And then if you're a coach as well, it's hard. because And we've talked about this on this show a lot over the last year, including even last summer, which was there's so much pressure on players and coaches to win at all costs. And that means not getting a summer break. You know, we've talked about that where kids are going from one camp to the next, whether it's, you know, football camps to basketball camps to wrestling camps to soccer, whatever it is in the summer, they're constantly moving and going. You know, the capital coach, Guy Holmquist, he takes his kids out to Gonzaga every year. And it's great for these kids. There's no question about that. But they don't get a chance to be kids. They don't get a summer. And if you're a three-sport or sometimes four-sport athlete, you really don't get an off-season. And it's hard. And and think, and that's just the kids. And like we were talking about now with all these resignations, especially in the AA, the AA coaches are feeling pressure to make sure that these, that, you know, it's almost like a college program where you're, you're going year or day after day after day. And then there's really not an off-season because – whether you're allowed to actually work with the coaches and the student-athletes together or not, the student-athletes are expected to work out. The coaches, always studying film, always going to their own clinics, their own camps, looking to get better and better. 
And there's a lot of pressure on high school kids and high school coaches in this day and age. And I'm not sure if there's a if there's a great answer, if there's a you know a solution to it. Um, I just hope the best for you know everybody involved. I mean, it's it's tough to see coaches resign. And we we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago when you had uh, Coach Horton at Great Falls Central and Coach Lowry at CMR resigning. You know, those are and for you know different reasons. Coach Lowry had been there for over 35 years as a, as a player, as an assistant under Jack Johnson, and then as the head coach for six years. Coach Horton at Great Falls Central was a longtime assistant. And he also resigned from coaching track and field. And that's where you get into these B's and C's. A lot of these coaches coach multiple sports. You know, you look at Clint Lang out at Jefferson. He's the football coach. He's also a basketball coach. Uh, you know, go back to, you know, when when Tony Arnson was at Helena High, track coach, football coach. You have it with uh, Coach uh, Manny Garza, who's the head track coach at Helena High, but he's also an assistant football coach. There's a lot of moving parts, and a lot of different uh, people do a lot of different things at all these schools, and, and I wish that there was a solution to have off-seasons for these coaches, but they really don't get it. We talked about it yesterday. Katie Garson-Forba and Guy Almquist, the basketball coaches at Capital, are the only ones that work jobs outside of the teaching profession in double basketball. So uh, they get a little bit of a reprieve, but they really don't. Like Coach Almquist told us yesterday here on the Jason Walker Show that that they watched film yesterday during lunch. So these kids didn't even get, like, lunch. They watched film during lunch because they were practicing early so that the boys could watch the championship game last night, won by LSU, by the way. And it was just, it's interesting. That's all, I mean, that's just, it's tough. It's its very, very tough. Um, and like I said, you just hope for the best and hope there's a, you know some way that people can get a, an off season because there really isn't for high school kids anymore. And you see it at the college level. Somewhat expected, but especially at the high school level, these kids need a break, and these coaches need a break sometimes as well. All right, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to check in with the head basketball coach at Rocky Mountain College, the women's coach. His name is Wes Keller, and, of course, you know the Keller family name, and uh, we've had Coach uh, Steve Keller on a couple of times, but we'll get Wes Keller on because the, the Rocky men and women get to play their first home games tomorrow night. And I know they played at home. But we'll we'll explain when we come back. Jason Walker Show, Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, is presented by Helen Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Right back with Steve Keller next. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. The holidays have come and gone, and now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted. A full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Tuesday, the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Presented as always by Helen Accommodations, the in-town. Five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Still to come, we're going to talk to Brandon Day. Uh, the head coach of Helena High is they've got a couple of big games coming up uh, this weekend, including tonight. The boys are at home. The girls are on the road. We'll talk to him in a little bit. But it is time now to bring in one of my all-time favorite college basketball coaches. His name is Wes Keller. He's the head coach at Rocky Mountain College. How are you, coach? Be on the show with you and, and, and appreciate it. So I'm doing well. A little chilly down here in Billings, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm braving it. So. We were we were just talking about that. That it uh, was what nine below when you got in your pickup this morning down there. N- nine below, and, and <laughs> I, I'm still in my shorts. I wear shorts year round. So uh, um, you're like my dad. Get in... <laughs> hey, as long as I'm warm on up top, my core is warm. I, I'm I feel good. There so, you go. There you go. Uh, Things are going well down there. Um, you got Rocky off to a three and one start, but. You get to play at home and, and for the first time this year, and that's kind of exciting this week. <laughs> yes, as I'm sure most people know, we had some water damage in May, and and uh, you know they were able to play the volleyball season in there, and um, so what that meant for us was you know off-site practices every night, and you know playing games at the Shrine Auditorium and MSU <laughs> Billings, and and then you know the Metro, which. Hopefully it pays off for us, you know, in that tournament in March. But uh, it's it's just been it's been a long first semester, and uh, you know, yesterday we were able to practice in our facility for the first time, and it felt like the first day of practice. I'm sure it did. What's uh, what was it like to play home games in three different arenas, and really not knowing where you were going to play? Because I think you had you're supposed to be at the Shrine last Monday with uh, Yellowstone Christian, and they moved it over to the Metro. I mean, it was just kind of everywhere. Yeah, that, that was a case of the shot clocks weren't working over at the Shrine, so moved us to the Metra, and, you know, um, we, we practiced it mainly at, at three main facilities. Uh, MSUB was kind enough to let us practice in there, um, Billing Central, 
and, and then St. Francis uh, uh, Middle School here in town. So um, we were very fortunate that the community, you know, worked with us and allowed us to, to get in their facility and practice. And, um, you know, we played a game or two, I think a couple games over at MSUB, um, Northwest University, and then MSUB. So it was, it was, I guess, if you look at it, I guess there was some benefits playing at some other facilities, but uh, there's no place like home. There definitely is not. Wes Keller joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, what did you like about your preseason or non-conference schedule and the way that the team battled uh, a lot of different things? Yeah, no, we, you know, we have uh, – Two or like three or four returning kids, and, and we're led by Markela Francis and, and Chloe Thatcher. We're both kind of having great years, and um, you know it, it's it's taken this team a little bit of time to to find themselves for everybody to not only know their role but begin to accept that role and, and fulfill that role to the best of their ability. But um, you know we have four freshmen. That's more than I'm used to coaching, and and you know some some uh, we had th- I think three transfers. So. Um, um, kind of a hodgepodge mix, and, and um, you know, I, I still think this team's best basketball is ahead of us. I really do. Um, you know, if we can get a couple other people, um, you know, playing the way they're capable, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit. Wes Keller joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show, the head coach of the Rocky Women. Uh, every coach says that right now is we're still you know, our best basketball is yet to come. What's it going to take for the Rocky women to play their best basketball? Uh, so we we need to get, you know we, we it's not for whatever reason maybe I just can't coach shooters. That's what I was when I played, but <laughs> uh, we got to shoot the basketball better from the three point line. That that's kind of been our Achilles heel, if you will, the last couple years. And and you know we we like to play inside out, and you know we want to. We want paint touches, you know, either through a post feed or dribble penetration. And then if they cut that off, then our, our shooters got to be makers out there from the three point line and be ready to, to finish and, and score. Um, so I, I think that's, we, we need to shoot the ball better. If we can hit six or seven threes, that makes us, uh, you know, a lot tougher. To, to defend and, and our success rate goes up. We kind of have a formula, you know, that, that my sister and I kind of came up with. And, and it's kind of, it's 35 points between free throws made and, and three pointers. And um, if you look back at, at our games the last few years, I don't think we've lost too many games when we've gotten that 33 to 35 uh, point mark, if you will. That is pretty impressive. I know that you mentioned Chloe Thatcher. She's now the Frontier Conference Player of the Week again. But uh, she had, what, six threes in a game last year? I, I remember calling that one. Uh, 27 points, which at the time was a career high. That was a, that was a good shooting performance from, uh, at the time, a very young, uh, inexperienced player who's now got a full year under her belt. Yeah, Chloe's, Chloe's having a good year. I, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know Chloe just separated her shoulder, you know, before our first game against Calgary two days before that. And then, um, you know, she re-injured that thing down in, in, uh, Arizona. But, you know, Chloe's a tough kid and, and she's our leader and, and, you know, I'm very proud of her and, and what she's been able to do for our team. You mentioned Markayla Francis, and she's just a girl that uh, we've watched grow up literally uh, over the the course of her career, and she's just gotten so much better. And it's I, I hate to say year by year because it's true, but game by game you can see her growth too. 
Yeah. And one thing, you know, Mark has been with us for five years now. And, and, you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me, you know, when she showed up this fall was the, was the shape she was in. I mean, she was in incredible physical condition and, and, um, you know, and she just continued to get better. I mean, she's very, very hard matchup, you know, one-on-one. We always talk to her about you're the only one that can stop yourself. If if things aren't going well, you got to you know stay sharp mentally and stay focused and and do what you do. You know, um, it's getting a little tougher. You know, the tech game. Um, she was a little frustrated, but uh, you know they were doubling and, and different things. But um, you know, as we move forward, the Frontier Conference is very well coached and and scouted, and and you know she's got to just learn to slow down and and see what's there before you know she begins to make a move. There are no secrets in the Frontier because the coaching staffs have been together for you know a long time. They all know each other. You all know each other's players so well. This is um, the meat of the schedule is is now with 14 games to go, and you both sit three and one with Carroll and Western. And, uh, you know, everybody else at 500 or below, but this is an unbelievable, um, conference. And I don't think people realize when you have all seven teams receiving votes and five in the top 25 in the latest poll, that's impressive, coach. Yeah, it is. I mean, you look around and sometimes, you know, teams in our league get knocked nationally for, for playing a little bit of a weaker non-conference schedule, but though we don't have any of those in our actual conference, like many of these, leagues do around the country you know where you know you got six wins slated in that in the w column by just showing up that night and and that's definitely not the case in the frontier i mean anybody can beat anyone on any given night so uh you know you got to show up be prepared and and compete for 40 minutes or you're gonna get beat well you look at last week i mean you get the 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 overtime win over lc state and i mean they could easily be two and two and you could easily be two and two but if it's not for chloe hitting the game winner you know, it's a different game and a different, you know, standing. And like I said, with 14 games to go in conference play, and you mentioned it, there's no gimmies. You look at Providence at one and three, LC Tech all one and three, but they could easily be three and one too. And it's just, oh, you're, you're go ahead, yeah, yeah it, it's nuts. No, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it, and I think after this week, you could even see some, even some more shake up. You know, a three and one team could drop two, and all of a sudden be three and three, and people are jumping people and. You know, I, I don't think, I think you'll start to see a little more separation, you know, in the next, you know, four to six games, I, I would think, as teams start to separate themselves, but I don't know. Wes Keller joining us, the head coach of the Rocky Mountain College uh, Batlin Bears women's team on the Jason Walker Show. You mentioned in the next four to six games. Well, a lot of that is the way that the schedule is set up in the frontier this year, coach. You're going to play Carroll tomorrow, and then exactly two weeks later, Carol in the exact same schedule again. It's just a it's a it's a quirk in the schedule. It's a goofy schedule because of the seven teams, but and, and it's just. Is it nice to play those back to backs like that essentially because you're playing two weeks apart, or is it? Would you like more separation? Well, I I don't mind it. I mean, the the how much are you really going to change in the you know the. In, in two weeks, um, a lot of times the, the scout's still fresh in not only my mind, but our assistant and our, then our players as well. Sure. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah, it's weird. It's like we opened with Providence and Northern. We don't see those guys again for, I don't know, a few more weeks, I guess. And, um, so I, I, I guess there's no, 
it is what it is. You know, <laughs> give us, give me a team to play and let's go do it, I guess. There you go. So. Wes, Wes Keller, the Rocky Mountain college coach. All right. Let's talk about this Carroll game tomorrow night. Uh, because it is the first time you get to play, like I, I said, at the Fortin Center. But this is a very good matchup. This is a very good rivalry over the last, uh, well, I don't know, five years, six years that I've been a part of it. Um, getting a win in this game is important, not only for the schedule, but if you can get that two, or if you, uh, obviously you want the sweep, but if you can get two wins in a three-game set with one team, that's going to go a long way towards that seeding at the end of the year when you get into the national tournament. This matchup tomorrow with Carroll is not an easy test. No, Carroll's, you know, they're a handful, to say the least. I mean, they're they are prepared, very prepared. Um, you know, they, they, they're physical. You know, they average seven more rebound, offensive rebounds than their opponents. Um, you know, they're playing faster this year. Um, you know, and they're going to do some things, um, to us defensively that, that, you know, we, we've worked on and, and we're going to have to adjust to a little bit. Um, but, you know, I've always joked with Rochelle a lot of times. You look back at our last four, five, six games and it seems like the first team to 50 wins. <laughs> uh, I, I joke with her. I'm like, well, another rock fight tomorrow in the sporting center. And, and, um, you know, I, I expect it to be a physical game and, and, uh, you know, both teams to, to play hard and compete. That has been the case the last uh, couple of years. Whoever does get to 51st, it does feel like that is the winner because <laughs> you both have such great defenses. You return, you know, some pretty good talent, as does Carroll on the outside, but their inside game's a lot different without Hannah Dean. A, are you happy that Hannah, you don't have to game plan for her anymore? And B, uh, how do you game plan for the new inside? Yeah, I, Hannah Dean was a phenomenal player. You know, not only was she hard to, to game plan offensively, but she she did so many things defensively. You know, I, she made their zone you know a lot better um, just with her being in there because she was you know anticipated great and she was long and and she could cover up things. Um, so definitely don't miss having to not prepare for her. Um, you know, this year, you know, they got Emery, Emerald Toss and, and, you know, she's big and, and physical and, and, you know, the one that, that kind of scares you is, is Kristen Denny. Uh, you know, she's just a tough matchup at the four spot and, um, you know, she can shoot it and she can drive it and, you know, she's definitely physical too. Um, so, I mean, that, that, that's a matchup that, you know, we're focused on to, to try to limit her the best that we can. What's an intangible that, that people might not know? And like I said, you, you guys know each other, the coaches know each other, the players all know each other so well, but what's an intangible the fans should look for tomorrow if they're going to be watching that game? Well, I, I think the, 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 the rebounding, we need to rebound. And then, you know, Carol runs, I call it a, we call it a Utah, but you know, Carol, if you've watched them over the years, you know, it's that little three man game, but you know, we can't allow straight line drives. You know, we, we got to be closing out a certain way to limit them, you know, cause that, that's part of their bread and butter is, is those, you know, the Denny's and the Wagner's catching at the high post area, ripping and going and, and creating havoc. So, um, you know, that's one thing we got to really watch is our closeouts and, and not allowing any straight line drives tomorrow. How do you see the frontier as a whole this year? Obviously, we know everybody's going to beat the, the heck out of each other, but who sits on top when it's all said and done? 
Well, I, I know what you're going to say. As, as, <laughs> as, as being biased, I'd like it to be me. You know, we, I talk to our team all the time. We've, we've, you know, third the last two years, just knocking on the door, and and a couple of years ago we had a great opportunity, and and for whatever I, I you remember the the overtime game here at Rocky that we were up six with whatever, and and that kind of put us in a tailspin, and and you know then last year we we finished third again, and so I feel like we're knocking on the door, and and you know I, you know it could be Carroll, it could be Western, it could be you know LC, it could be Providence, I don't know, but I hope it's Rocky. How many teams are going to make the national tournament this year? I, I got to think four for sure. Um, I just I worry about a fifth just because of playing everybody three times. Right. We just beat the heck out of each other, and um, so I, I'm going to say four for sure with uh, hoping for five. I do believe this though. Um, all seven of our teams could could win a, a national tournament game. You know depending on the matchup. I completely agree with you. Wes Keller joining us here, Jason Walker Show. A couple final ones for you, Coach, but it is the last year that Billings gets the host, the, the national tournament for the foreseeable future. Um, Billings has done a great job over the last few years hosting this thing. Uh, it, it's become one of the better venues uh, you know, at Metro Park to host this tournament and the, the fans that come, because we all know how rabid Montana basketball fans are. They come just to watch basketball. It doesn't matter if their team's playing or not. Yeah, it, it you know Alex Tyson at Billings, and then you know Bruce Parker and Jeff Malby's, and you know Kemp Paulson, all those guys have have done a phenomenal job. And, and you know it, it it's disappointing. I don't know that I agree with the 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 route that the NAI is necessarily going. You know, going to one division, but uh, you know Billings did a phenomenal job. And and you know you look back the last two years, you know Montana Western wins it, and then I think was it if, it, if my memory is correct. LC State played in the the national championship mm-hmm. game and and um, so yeah it, it it's been great for the fan but it's all, it's also been you know a, a very very good advantage for the frontier and and you know uh, I'm going to be really curious to see how this new format works moving forward. It will be interesting as uh, West Keller joining us. So I talked to your your dad Steve Keller about this a couple of weeks ago. He's not a fan of the new the new rule uh, or the new division the way it's going to set up next year and not the 32 team tournament. Billings of course not going to be hosting it, but it's going to be harder to get to that national tournament. It doesn't it's not going to be a cakewalk or not that it always is a cakewalk, but you don't have to just win your conference. Now you've got to win two games just to get to the national tournament. How how hard is that going to be? No, it's it's going to be difficult and and people tell me that there's going to be some uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some computer generated thing that it judges your strength of schedule and how much, you know, it's based on how much you win by. And, and, you know, I, I, you're, you're going to see one team from the frontier and maybe a second. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of the things that, I, that I'm hearing is how it's going to shake out. Um, I know, I know that there's a certain amount of automatic bids. Um, you know, on the West Coast and, and in the Northwest, and um, obviously we have one, and and I think there's um, three in California and, and maybe two out in the uh, Oregon Washington School. So um, yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, and and you know, um, yeah, it, it just I I wish they wouldn't wouldn't have changed, honestly. So you're one that doesn't like the change, and uh, there's some coaches doesn't, that do and some that don't. So uh, you're, I'm going to chalk you up on the I don't want to change anything. 
Nope. I, I like how it is right now. <laughs> well, Coach, uh, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting with you more. And, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a free agent now, so I can get down to Billings and watch the national tournament uh, anytime I want now. So this will be a, a fun, uh, fun next couple months following the Frontier Conference for sure. Appreciate you joining us, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Hey, thanks a lot, Jason. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Wes Keller joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline as uh, the Rocky men and women will host Carroll tomorrow night at the uh, Fortin Center on the brand-new court at the Fortin Center. Uh, Coming up still, Brandon Day will join us from Helena High as uh, he uh, gets ready for a big game tonight. But, yeah, the the Rocky men and women and the Carroll men and women tomorrow night, and uh, you look at uh, the standings, which we will here in a second, but uh, wanted to tell you that support for the Jason Walker Show comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. <laughs> it is. They have redesigned the electric trimmer, and i got to tell you, with the skin-safe technology, the quiet sound technology, I mean, you, that's it. That's the sound. That, that's all the, that, that it takes. Um, it's not very loud. The skin-safe technology, so you won't snag, you won't nick, you won't do any anything damage down below. Guys, the 70s called. It wants its look back, and it is time now to get with the times. We're in 2020, and that proprietary skin-safe technology on the Lawnmower 2.0 has Manscaped redesigning the electric trimmer, like I said. Don't use the same trimmer on your face and down below. That's just that's nasty. Um and then there's this, too. Check out the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. Use the right tools for the job. And again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. Get 20% off. Free shipping, manscaped.com. Use the code WALKER20. Jason Walker Show continuing here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave as we get set for Frontier Basketball tomorrow night. We talked to Wes Keller just a moment ago, and, you know, that's a very good basketball team. He did bring up, you know, the strength of the non-conference schedule, which is interesting because Rocky played Yellowstone Christian three times, and Yellowstone Christian's not good, and they pounded him, you know, an average of like 45-plus points a game that uh, Rocky won by. Tomorrow they're going to be tested, and the Frontier is a test every night, game in, game out. It doesn't matter if a team is 1-3. and three, They could easily be 3-1, and one. and we talked about that with Coach Keller. You look at Rocky, they're 12-3 and three overall. Carroll women, 11-5 and five, uh, overall, and I just love the Frontier Conference. They're both 3-1. and one. Western's up there at 3-1, and one, the defending national champs. There is not a team in the Frontier that has a losing record on the women's side. Overall, Rockies twelve and three, Carroll's eleven and five, Westerns ten and five, Northern thirteen and three, Tech is eleven and five, LC's nine and five, and Providence is ten and six. The new polls come out tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see. We know Rocky, Carroll, Western, Northern are all going to be ranked, or should be all ranked. Tech and Providence were receiving votes in the last poll. LC was also ranked. Yet five teams ranked. I'm not sure we'll have five teams ranked tomorrow, but we'll see. What about the guys, you ask? Well, I answer you because the guys' games tomorrow is going to be uh, very awesome as well. Uh, Rocky men are one and three. They're six and seven overall, but they're still trying to figure out some identity. This is still a good basketball team. 
You got Carroll at four and zero, thirteen and three overall, and then you've got LC and Providence each fifteen and one overall and three and one in the conference. Their only loss to Carroll College at the PE Center. Tech is ten and five overall, two and two in the league. Northern is eleven and five, but one and three in league play. As is Rocky, and then you've got Western at zero and four, but seven and eight overall. And Western close to winning winning a couple of games recently. So the the frontier women and the frontier men. Watch those races. There's 14 games to go. We're going to talk about the Frontier uh, power polls here coming up a little bit later on uh, that uh, our good friend over at the newspaper put out. But uh, I want to get his thoughts. Or Well, I'll tell you what he says, and then I'll give you my thoughts on them. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the head coach of the Helena High boys basketball team looking for a big win. They're at home tonight, and we'll talk to Brandon Day next. This is... The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients, along with a daily soup and nacho bar, too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right. For the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. The holidays have come and gone, and now is a good time to treat yourself to what you really wanted. A full detail for your vehicle from Auto Concepts. Right now, Auto Concepts is offering a full detail for just $195. Or maybe you want to tint those windows. Auto Concepts does that too. Get that tonneau cover or bed rug you've always wanted and add in remote start, alarms, running boards, lift kits, toppers, winches, bug guards, grill guards, and much more. Check out Auto Concepts on Facebook or visit the website autoconceptshelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Tuesday, the Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star. Extended state residences, visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Still to come, we're going to check in with some Frontier Conference basketball power rankings in the newspaper that, do I agree, do I disagree? That's coming up. And a whole lot more. But, 
I want to welcome in our next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is the head coach of the Helena High Boys basketball team. they got a big game coming up at home tonight as they take on the Spartans of Sentinel High School at 7.15. And while the uh, I think it's the sophomore game that's going on right now, Coach Brandon Day joining us here. Coach, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm I'm all right. So how's the freshman and JV game or sophomore game going on? Now, that freshman game is just getting started up. Our sophomores are doing good right now, so okay, hopefully it continues. Um, you and I were texting last night, and it's crazy because you have a game coming up in just a couple of hours here, um, so we appreciate you taking some time out. But um, you needed a little break from watching. You can't watch four games a day, can you? Well, I can, but, you know, it's nice, uh, it's nice to get a little bit of a break, uh, um, you know, because I've been constantly thinking, I mean, I was watching film before you called, so um, it's good for me mentally just to maybe check out for a minute and, and not focus on the game as much. All right, so you guys got a big win uh, against Butte on Saturday. Um, much needed? Yes, yep, absolutely. Especially coming yeah. off the, the tough loss to Hellgate. Yeah, you know, and that healthy team there, they're pretty solid. I thought we played very well defensively against them, but, uh, you know, we just couldn't get much going offensively. So, um, you know, and I was kind of nervous because it was, you know, our defense kind of went away against Butte in the first half. Um, but um, luckily, you know, we picked things up and, and got a couple breaks and um, got the win. Um, you mentioned that it's much needed. Was it more for – I mean, why why was it so much needed? Because it's a long season. You still have a long way to go um, with, you know, 90% of the conference schedule to go. So why was it much needed? Well, you know, we, we do talk about um, that, you know, your end goal is playing the best basketball at, at divisional tournament and then going into state. But, you know, and it is a process. Um, but there is a piece to it that's, you know, building confidence as well. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's tough when you lose every game to, to come in and, and compete and practice in games and have that confidence to, to be successful later on down the tournament. Brian today, the head coach of Helena High, joining us here in the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, so you are 2-4 and four on the season, and you go back to that Butte game. Who stood out for you? And I'm not talking just points. I'm not talking the top stuff, the stuff that people don't see when you rewatch film. Well, you know, a couple of things. Hayden Ferguson has been struggling a little bit, um, and it was a, it was a, a good game for him to kind of break out. He only, he only had ten and nine boards, and um, so he helped us out a little bit. And then, you know, the one that's really kind of been causing some problems for the defense is Caden Hewitt. Um, you know, he's not putting up a bunch of points, but um, you know, there's a lot. He's drawing a lot of attention and, and doing some big things, and he also ended up with four steals. So, um, you know, I think that. You know, we, we still need some guys to step up offensively, um, but um, overall, you know, the guys are kind of starting to fall into the roles, and, and hopefully we continue to have some success. Are you okay with Sam Norum's dunk and, and technical? <laughs> it's kind of funny, yeah, because it's his first dunk of the year. And, you know, he had a couple in some summer tournaments this year. Of course, I want him to be strong and go out and be aggressive, but just you know the timing and and all of that was just not very really good. But uh, no, I was happy for him because he was excited to get a dunk. But uh, yeah, he uh, he still had to do his, his sideline seventeen for his technical. Oh, okay. So I get I, he still got a little bit of punishment, but um, that's a technical you have to be somewhat okay with, though. Yeah, and it's it's a 
a questionable call by the officials. It's kind of their call, you know. It's a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a tough one. And he did, you know, after watching on film, he lifted himself up a little more than he should have. Um, but, you know, I always worry that, you know, like his fingers didn't look solid if he would have slipped and fell. You know, so I did. Sure. It was, it was kind of on the bubble there. So that's why I wasn't super angry at him. But, again, you know, NET in, in a key moment like that is, is – it's tough for the team. So, so um, what, do you, what do you say in that situation as, as the coaching and the teaching experience of how, how did you uh, handle it? Well, when he, uh, when he got, I mean, I was, of course I was angry at first. First I <laughs> yelled at the official, I think is the first thing. Well, they uh, deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Poor guys. Yeah. But, uh, then, uh, then of course I just kind of chatted with Sam and just said, you know, the timing, you gotta be smart. And, you know, I'm proud of you for going up strong, but, you know, you gotta get off that rim. So it's just, uh, um, you know, of course, it's easy official that he's just not used to seeing dunks. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you like that very much. But, uh, <clears throat> um, but it was, it was, you know, I'm just happy for him. I'm hoping that 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 aggre- you know, that aggressive play carries into the, you know, the rest of the season because you know he has it in there. I've been seeing little bits of it here and there. So. Hopefully that dunk gets something going. All right. So I mentioned as Brandon Day uh, joining us, the Hel- uh, head coach of Helena High Boys. You got a big game tonight with uh, Sentinel. Sentinel six and zero, just like Hellgate. This is a very good basketball team that uh, just uh, got past Glacier by sixteen points or whatever. But Alex Germer's having a very nice season here uh, in his junior season. He's going to be a pretty hard force for you guys this tonight. Yeah, he's a tough matchup, you know, because he, he has regard skills, uh, but he's he's a big kid. So, um, you know, he's, I think he's listed 6'8", and um, he's a tough matchup. Um, you know, he does a great job getting to the rim, um, finishes well around the basket, and, and I mean, he's shooting like 80% from the free throw line. So, um, yeah, he's a good player. Uh, you know, he has been for the last few years. He was I, could, I knew he was coming around just his freshman year when he was playing. He could tell he was going to be a player, so. He's definitely a tough matchup for us tonight. And it's not just him. I mean, you've got uh, some other some some guys with some height. Tony Froelich, Fair. You got T.J. Roush. They're six five and six three respectively. I mean, this is a team that's very tall, very athletic for Coach Jay Jagelski. Yeah, they're they're athletic and long uh, and lean. So they're they're fast. They play good defense. Um, you know, they're the crazy thing is that their biggest guys are their guards. Um, you know, but their their posts are, are just strong and athletic and do, you know, they're kind of that role player that, that fills the role and um, they do a very nice job of it and, and then just kind of play with Tony and, and Alex. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're they're just their matchups are, are difficult to, to deal with because, you know, your, our bigger guys are, are more in the post and, you know, it's tough to guard those, those large guards that they have. So how do you? What's the game plan tonight? And nobody from Sentinel's listening, so don't worry. I don't think, well, in that case, you know, you just try to, you know, we'll, we'll probably run a little bit of zone and, and try to cause some problems and hope that they're having an off-night shooting. Um, you know, just to, to protect the paint and try and keep German and Tony both out of there because they, they do get to the rim well. And, and you know, that's, that's the biggest thing is just trying to, you know, trying to have them try to beat us from the outside instead of getting to the line and getting to the rim. That's obviously a big key. And, of course, you're going to have to hit some shots from the outside tonight too. Yeah, and that's you know that's the area that we've just been struggling with the last few games, even with you know versus Hellgate and, and then Butte. Um, you know, we got to get some outside production. Um, you know, I have guys that are capable, but uh, you know, it's just that thing where we just haven't stepped up like we need to. So hopefully, hopefully it's coming. And then you got a big game on the road at uh, Big Sky coming up Thursday night. 
This is a team that uh, is search of wins as well. Obviously, you're not looking ahead too far with the with the game tonight against Sentinel, but uh, road trip to Big Sky. The weather's not going to be great. Uh, what do you expect from the Eagles? Well, and just like you said, they're they're dying for a win, you know. And and I know that they're, um, you know, the coach is is working his tail off, and you know they're doing what they can do. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things. We have an off night, you know. Big Sky can play with with us, so. Um, we got to make sure that we show up ready to go. Um, it'll be our fourth game in, in about a week. Um, so hopefully our legs are there. We just got to make sure we show up ready to play and, and don't overlook anybody. Well, Coach, I will let you uh, go back to watching the young kids play and uh, scouting out the next varsity guys. But appreciate you joining us on game night. And uh, seven fifteen against Sentinel tonight, the uh, Bengal boys uh, taking on the Spartans. That'll be a good matchup over at the Jungle. Coach, appreciate it, and uh, good luck tonight. Yeah, thank you, sir. Have a good night. That is Brandon Day, the head coach of Helena High Boys, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, taking some time out as they get ready for a big game tonight. So you got the the, the boys from the uh, Queen City at home tonight. The girls are on the road at uh, Sentinel and Big Sky, respectively. So uh, good luck to uh, all the uh, Helena area teams. Good luck to the Missoula area teams as well, because this show is now statewide. It's not just... Helena, but uh, I want to go back to, uh, we got a Facebook comment from um, a, a great listener, a great friend of the show, Nicole, who was, we were talking, member in the opener about, um, here, the opening uh, segment of the show about, uh, if I can get to it, hold on, where are you at, of the coaches nowadays and, and even players that don't get a lot of time off, and they don't get... You know, it's a it's a year-round experience for coaches and players. Whether you coach just one sport and play, and players are playing just one sport or three sports or four in some cases. Uh, but Nicole said it's very challenging to be a coach working outside the school district. I love the employer uh, employers that will work with their employees so they can be involved. I know my coaches in high school and their family sacrificed a lot, especially during the season. But so thankful to all coaches that make it work for as long as they can. And this is on the heels of a few more coaches re- uh, announcing their retirements or resignations today and this week. But, uh, Nicole, we appreciate you weighing in on the Facebook. And it is tough. It is, uh, you know, there's no good answer. Uh, you go back to what we talked about at the beginning where there's no time off. There's no off season anymore. And you hate to see that. You know, the kids don't get a summer. Coaches really don't get a summer because you're always having to work on getting better down at the high school level where it shouldn't matter as much, but it does. And uh, some, that sometimes that's unfortunate. Um, but anyway, Jason Walker show inside the major mortgage man cave is presented by Helena accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. We appreciate Wes Keller joining us, the Rocky coach. They got a game tomorrow at home against the Carroll women, the men in action down there as well. And then uh, you also have the, uh, the uh, high school games tonight. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's that time of the year where we get a lot of uh, great things going on. And uh, including this, I wanted to, this isn't sports related, but this is cool. Business organizers in Livingston are waiting to find out if the city is going to be on season five of a reality TV show called the small business revolution. Um, they are in the top five. They'll have a week to get votes to move into first place and be on the show. Uh, you can go to abcfoxmontana.com for the story and how to end uh, the website. will go to where to vote. But this is kind of uh, five years this program's been going on. Montana has a town in the top ten for the first time. 
and uh, end into the top five now. So if chosen, Livingston will be eligible for a half million dollars to spend on local small businesses. Um, so that's very cool. So um, go to abcfoxmontana.com and check that out. That's something I saw today and thought, hey, that's kind of cool. Um, wanted to hit on that because we uh, we always support our small towns, right? And uh, as well as we should. All right, so we want to chat about the Frontier Power Rankings real quick in basketball. And our good friend Ryan over at the uh, 406mtsports.com. Last year, we, we had a lot of disagreements about this, but so far, so good this year. He's got the Carroll women sitting at number one. They're three and one in the Frontier. And they were down 48-33 on Saturday night to Providence. Came back, got the win by six. Um, the one thing I'm going to have, okay, I'm not going to go there today. Okay, so he's got Rocky at number two. They're both three and one in the Frontier. He's got Western at three and one in the Frontier, ranked number three. And that's fine. Uh, the Providence women, he has ranked number four, and they're one and three in the frontier. They beat Northern, lost to Carroll. You got Northern at two and two, which lost to Providence and Carroll last week after starting Frontier two and zero. LC State lost a buzzer beater on Saturday. Otherwise, they'd be two and two instead. They're one and three, and they have some great talent. Brian Orr does. Abby Johnson's back. Uh, Kiara Bertilage, Peyton Souvenir, and they get to play at home a bunch uh, the rest of the way. Tech, one and three in the frontier, he has ranked seventh. All right, so can't disagree too much there. On the men's side, he's got Carroll number one, Providence number two. Carroll just beat Providence. Carroll's the only unbeaten in the frontier at four and oh. That makes sense that you got Carroll number one, you got Providence number two. That makes all the sense in the world. I will completely agree with that. LC State at 3-1 and one in the Frontier is ranked third, according to Ryan, and yes, I agree with that. They beat Western and Rocky by 30 each last week. On the road, by the way. Um, Tamik Mitchell is very good, and you've got, uh, he averaged a triple-double last week. 15 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. That's what he averaged in two games last week. That's pretty good. Tech at number four, two and two in the frontier. Northern one and three. He's got 0 and four Western at six, and then one and three Rocky in last. Okay, so not sure I disagree with the bottom half, but the bottom half is the bottom half. So Ryan will uh, will uh, dissect his ratings all season long. Just got a Facebook message from uh, Howard who said, "Why hasn't Double A Wrestling had a team or individual ranking yet?" And I think they. I thought they had the, the team rankings, Howard. I'm not sure. I know they haven't had a, uh, individuals that I have seen, and I could be wrong, but I have seen a team ranking in the past few weeks. I don't remember where I saw it. I did see the BC has the new poll as out as of this morning, and this is uh, MontanaSports.com. Uh, coaches, administrators vote on this poll. And in the BC, you've got Glasgow number one, Huntley, number two, Whitehall, three, Townsend is four, and then Colstrip, Columbus, St. Ignatius, Charlotte, Cutbank, Eureka, Thompson Falls. In Class C, only three teams ranked, Circle, Superior, Cascade. Individually, uh, 103, Gavin Needens of Huntley, 113, Crail Stormer, a Circle, 120, Tanner Cook of Columbus, Kyle Durden of Eureka tops the 126, Colton Fast of Glasgow, 132. 
Eureka's Nathan Schmidt, 138. Townsend's uh, Eason Held is second. 145, you got Circles Cole Becker. 152, Eureka Hank Dunn. 160, Cole Strips Ryland Burns. 170, Isaiah Alik of St. Ignatius Charlotte. Glasgow's Dylan Niskins tops 182, as well as teammate Cooper Larson at 205, and then Journey Grimsrud of Huntley tops the 285 mark of Class BC polls. Um, and I do not see a Class AA poll. Interesting. Maybe we'll get one this week. I, I don't know. Howard, I'll, uh, I'll do some digging for you, my friend, and uh, check on that. All right, so where are we at? It is uh, oh, we gotta we gotta get to gotta get to getting here. <laughs> it's uh, getting close to wrapping this thing up for a Tuesday. Uh, thanks to Wes Keller, thanks to Brandon Day joining us. The uh, Bengals and Bruins in action. The boys are at home. The girls on the road in Missoula tonight. On uh, this day in 1943, Montreal Canadiens left winger Alex Smart became the first NHL rookie to score a hat trick in his first NHL game. That's uh, pretty awesome. 1993. Utah Jazz center Mark Eaton blocked two shots and a win over Seattle, became just the second player in NBA history, along with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, with 3,000 career blocks. It helps that Mark Eaton was like seven foot two or something. And he just looked so out of place on those teams in Utah. He really did. Because you had the athleticism of John Stockton and Carl Malone and what, Jeff Hornacek. Um, who else was on those teams? But, man... Mark Eaton just looks so out of place. He just like, hey, I don't belong on a basketball court. Um, but yeah, all right, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. Make sure you stop by 625 Euclid. Coming up a little bit later this week, I think uh, Thursday, we'll have some gift certificates to give away. By the way, if you would like to get a gift certificate, go now to the JasonWalkerShow.com. Sign up for our emailing list, which we will not share with anybody. No spam, none of that stuff. Uh, just giving you updates on the Jason Walker Show. The JasonWalkerShow.com, sign up. Let me know you've signed up, and I will uh, shoot you a, gift, a Cafe Zydeco gift card. Beignets, uh, crawfish etouffee, crawfish omelet. Gumbo, jambalaya, come on. It's all so good. Cafe Zydeco, um, 625 Euclid. We appreciate uh, we appreciate you being here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, so we didn't mention this earlier, but uh, the Grizzly men and women were in action last night on a Monday, and the Grizz, Kendall Manuel, scored 27, and the Grizz beat Portland State handily. This was a very close game early. And uh, then it just uh, the Grizz blew it out at Dahlberg. 85-70 was the final. Uh, Saeed Pridget had 17 points, 8 rebounds, and 10 assists as uh, the Grizz shot 60, over 60% from the floor. And it was 46-42 at the half. And then the Grizz went on a big run to get the win. And uh, DJ Carter Hollinger, the freshman, was the uh, player of the week in the big sky. This week on the women's side, the Grizz were at Portland State, the Lady Grizz, and they lost. They uh, could not. Portland State jumped out to a big lead early and won 78-65. Tatiana Strewn had 30 for Portland State, and uh, the Lady Grizz shot just 21 of 75 from the floor. 
is the uh, that Montana missed nine of its first ten shots. Never got any closer than four after that. So not a good one. Uh, the Grizz now, Fort Lady Grizz, four and two in the league. Portland State's three and three. So there you go. Mackenzie Johnston, another nice game for the Lady Grizz. She's awesome, as we all know. All right, so appreciate you joining us. Uh, big thanks once again to Wes Keller from Rocky and also uh, Brandon Day joining us here on the Jason Walker Show today here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Tomorrow we're going to talk to Jeff Heimel, the head uh, wrestling or head hockey coach at the University of Providence. they got a big matchup at Montana State this week, so we hope you see uh, tomorrow at 4 right here on the Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.